Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Well, good evening, fellow Neanderthals. Welcome to the John Whitmer Show, sponsored by Wick Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Thrilled to death to have you with us this evening. We have got a packed, packed house for you. We're going to be, I mean, I don't know. We'll take calls if we can get to them. But we are loaded tonight here at your liberal resistance headquarters, where we proudly champion the conservative principles of limited government individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. If you'd like to call in, the studio lines are open. You can reach us at 316-869-1330. By email, you can email me, john at knssradio.com. On Facebook and Truth Social, at the John Whitmer Show. And on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer. Reach out. Love to hear from you. It's uh, it's always a pleasure. I get messages all the time, even during the show, and I try to respond, try to tweet back to you when uh, whenever possible. Again, we've got a, a, a great. I'm, I'm blessed with uh, with with guests this evening. Matt Schlapp, president of the American Conservative Union, founder of CPAC, will join us tonight. He's going to kick off our eight o'clock hour. He'll be with us to discuss the value them both amendment. And we now know how the Democrats are going to campaign this fall. We know their plan, and the plan is abortion and gun control. That's woohoo! What a platform! Let's vote blue. Yeah, yeah, or not? Yeah, okay, that's not going to work. Uh, we're going to talk with former Trump economic advisor Stephen Moore coming up here in just a few minutes. He'll explain how uh, President Biden's three-step plan to fix the economy uh, is, uh, well, we'll let Stephen, but my guess is it's not going to fix squat. The House Judiciary Committee is preparing to vote on new gun control legislation next week. We'll talk with uh, the gun writer, Lee Williams, about how the bill could impact your Second Amendment rights if it passes. James Bradley is a Republican candidate running in California's uh, Senate race, this is for the seat formerly held by Kamala Harris, and he's going to call in next hour. We'll talk to him. We actually have a chance of flipping that seat red, if you can imagine. That shows you how toxic 
Joe Biden is, if there's a chance Republicans can win a U.S. Senate seat in California. And we'll continue our candidate conversations with Webster Roth, who is running for the District 79 House seat currently held by Representative Cheryl Helmer. So we've got a a loaded lineup tonight. And, of course, we'll take your calls at 869-1330. Reminding you, tomorrow is the Value Them Both Week of Action with Matt and Mercedes Schlapp. They've got a whole bunch of stuff coming up tomorrow. It's a great opportunity for you to learn about the Value Them Both Amendment and how you can get involved in this grassroots mobilization effort. It is being held at Central Christian Church from 7 to 8. Check-in is at 6 o'clock. For more information, you can just visit the John Whitmer Show Facebook page or valuethemboth.com forward slash events. But again, we'll talk with Matt here at 8, and he'll kind of tell you a little bit about it himself. So great event. Hope to see you guys all tomorrow. Um, I don't know if you saw it this week. There was just more uh, call for gun control, and, and it, it really ratcheted up another notch this week when President Unity joined the, uh, the, the, the call for gun control. Uh, in one breath, Joe Biden said it wasn't about taking away anyone's gun rights or taking away anyone's guns. And then a moment later in the next breath, he called for doing exactly that. I mean, that's literally, that's what he said. This is not about taking away your guns, but we want to take away your guns. I mean, it's so asinine. No mention of you know, securing our schools or funding for law enforcement or school resource officers, you know, solutions that might actually make a difference. Nope. The left just wants to grab your guns. And that's basically what this debate has turned to now and it's indicative of the debate in the country between republicans and democrats because there's just no room for debate for civil discussion for them for republicans we'll find common ground democrats don't want to have common ground and you know biden when it comes to guns i mean shoot biden couldn't even get back the guns he left in afghanistan but he wants to take guns away from you and that, that's really the how asinine this is and I'm still trying to figure out the Democrat Party right now. They're, it used to be pretty obvious. You could figure out where they were at. They were big tax, big spend. That was their platform. Um, but now, you know, it, it, in one breath, Democrats say we don't need guns because law enforcement is there to protect us. And then those same Democrats want to defund and disarm law enforcement. So they're just it's so hard to figure out what what the democrat party actually is i mean they claim to care about lives that matter but clearly don't care about the lives of the unborn or christians or men at all <laughs> they care about nra you know when it comes to you know trying to shut down the nra they call nra members murderers but their own members throw millions of dollars at planned parenthood so planned parenthood is not murderers even though Planned Parenthood actually does kill babies, and NRA members who don't kill anybody are the murderers. It just the, the hypocrisy is glaring. They insist that elementary schools should be free to have drag queen events, but then call it bigoted when parents object and don't want their kids to see it. It's so much for freedom. They preach inclusion and tolerance, but refuse to tolerate any viewpoints that run counter- to their own. And this is the modern Democrat Party, and it's no wonder why they're failing to even carry, sustain their own membership. According to 
a uh, Generation Lab Axios poll of 850 college students nationwide that was conducted last November. A whopping 71% of Democrats on campuses won't go on a date with, and 37% won't be friends with someone who voted Republican. That's the Democrat Party. That's the new Democrat Party. That's the left. That's the kids. That's the college kids. And this is the way they're breeding their Democrats these days. It's all or nothing for them. There's no middle ground. They're purging moderate Democrats. And when Trump won in particular, leftists, you know, they rampaged the streets, randomly destroying innocent civilians' properties. Democrats began impeachment immediately, regardless of whether or not they had any grounds for it. They touted eliminating the Electoral College and packing the Supreme Court. None of these things were reasonable. None of these things resonated with the base. Leftists instead chose to run their party. And they resort to violence whenever unhappy with the results of things. They don't like an election, they throw a riot. They burn down a Starbucks. I mean, that's what they do. And if the Democrat Party alters time-worn American institutions to guarantee its own political supremacy, citizens, normal citizens, are going to reject that. And that's the other thing that we're finally starting to see. According to a recent morning consult poll, this was conducted last month, 45% of voters, including 46% of independents, now say the Democrat Party is too liberal. I wonder why. Could it be because Democrats nationwide at every level are now the party of abortion on demand, gun control, and drag queen shows for middle schoolers? That's the Democrat Party. That's their platform. A majority of voters responding to that a, a poll conducted by The Hill magazine, including 56% of independents, explicitly said they want Biden and Democrats to move closer to the center and embrace more moderate policies. In that same poll, 61% also agree that Biden and Democrats are, quote, out of touch with hardworking Americans and have, quote, been focused to catering to the far left wing of their party and that they're ignoring Americans' day-to-day concerns, such as raising prices, combating violent crime. You know, I, I agree. I'm part of that majority. But when you've lost 61% of independence, you're not going to win a national election. And that may be what the majority of voters wants, but it's clearly not what the majority of Democrats want. Because Democrats want this stuff. They want drag queen shows for middle schoolers. They want abortion on demand and gun control. And that's what they think are the most important things facing our country. They want to push gun control. They want to push open borders. Just yesterday, Joe Biden tweeted an attack on Texas because according to the great unifier, 18-year-olds can buy an assault weapon in Texas. First off, that's not true. And maybe the president should focus on the fact that parents haven't been able to buy baby formula in Texas for over a month. Perhaps that's what he should be focusing on rather than gun control in Texas. That's what people should be focusing on. That's what the American people are focusing on. And hopefully, that's what voters will focus on come November. We'll be taking your calls at 745. In the meantime, coming up after the break, former Trump economic advisor Stephen Moore 
will explain how President Biden's plan to fix the economy is doomed to fail. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Attention business owners with more than five employees that were impacted by COVID. You may be entitled to up to $26,000 per employee through the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. Even if you already receive government PPP or ERC benefits, call for a free consultation, 800-222-9000. That's 800-222-9000 to see if you qualify for a cash payment. No recovery, no fee. Call 800-222-9000, 800-222-9000, or visit COVID tax. When it comes to your next quote-unquote new car, buying pre-owned is the new norm. And Midwest Kia is the perfect place to offer you the selection you need. We've got over 300 pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, and practically every make and model. You want a low-price, reliable economy car? Midwest Kia has it. You want a family sedan ready for your next trip? Midwest Kia has it. You want a luxury SUV loaded with options? Midwest Kia has it. You'll find your next vehicle at a price you want, and you'll always experience Midwest Kia's better way to buy. Want more? We'll also have extra appraisers available to get you the best deal for your trade-in. How about more? Many of our pre-owned vehicles are 2020s with less than 10,000 miles. So what are you waiting for? Midwest Kia is your one-stop shop. MidwestKia.com We want to see you in a Midwest Kia. We are all on this planet together, so join Odyssey and find your one thing. June is the month to make your pet green. Plastic isn't just harmful to the environment, but it can be harmful to your pets too. Don't buy dog and cat toys made out of plastic. Instead, look for toys made with natural materials like cotton, rope, wood, or bamboo. Even better, make toys out of old t-shirts, socks, or towels. Your dog or cat will love your upcycled toy just as much. Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? This is the Sean Hannity Show. I'll say this, Stacey Abrams certainly did not help herself out at all. And she wants to be the governor of the state of Georgia. But she declared over the weekend that Georgia is the worst state in the country to live. And my answer to her is, well, if you don't like it, Stacey, there's 49 other states you're free to go live in. If you think Georgia is the worst state, I lived in Georgia four years. I can tell you it's one of the best states in the country. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and Truth Social. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. That's the best way to stay informed on all the latest show updates. 
Well, consumer prices rose 8.5% over the 12-month period ending in March, the highest in four decades, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. And in response, Joe Biden wrote an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal on Tuesday, calling inflation his, quote, top economic priority. Well, that'll fix everything. And he outlined a three-pronged plan to fix the problem. But will his plan actually accomplish anything? Joining us now to answer that question is former Trump economic advisor Stephen Moore. He serves as senior economic contributor for Freedom Works. Stephen, uh, thank you for taking time to join us tonight. It's a pleasure to have you back on the show again, my friend. John, good to be with you. Thanks for having me. So, <laughs> wow, it, an op-ed. That's that's uh that that's sure going to solve everything. Uh, he he wrote an uh, an opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal. About time he did something, right, Steve? <laughs> well, I think the question is number one: did he did he actually write the piece? And I think everyone knows the answer to that. No, yeah. but. Then the other question is was whether he actually read the piece. <laughs> I think that's probably doubtful too. And and then the other the third question is whether there were any fact checkers because that that piece is so riddled with almost from the first sentence to the last sentence it's just all sorts of you know uh, half truths and and uh, and uh, you know what's the old thing lies damn lies and statistics. But yeah. um, there there's no real plan. I think the one of the reasons the market really the stock market has reacted so negatively to what Biden's been saying over the last few weeks is because he's just doubling down on policies that are going to make the crisis worse, higher taxes, more price controls, more uh, green energy subsidies. These are not going to solve the inflation problem. The reason we have an inflation problem is very simple. We're spending and borrowing trillions of dollars, too much money in Washington. I think most common sense Americans understand that, but nobody in the White House seems to. And and in fact, uh, Biden wants to do this, still wants to do this build back better bill. Can you imagine how bad inflation would be if we passed that four trillion dollar spending bill so let, let's look at this uh the, this three-tiered plan of his uh, uh-huh. the, the first part of his plan is to quote trust the fed but uh, i mean even that this week former fed yeah, director and and treasury secretary janet yellen said on tuesday she was wrong she finally admitted yeah. that she was wrong uh i mean wow we're gonna trust the fed that's that. That's a great way to start your plan. Trust the Fed. Yeah, especially because the why why would anyone trust the Fed? The Fed, the <laughs> Fed is the, responsible for keeping prices stable, and they allowed the inflation rate to go to eight and a half percent. And by the way, I have to tell you, when I talk to people around the country, you know, I've been traveling a lot. And people come up to me and say, "Steve, stop saying that inflation's eight to eight and a half percent." The real inflation rate that a lot of families are facing is 15 to 20 percent because they're paying, you know, 60 percent more for gas, 30 percent more for food. You know, uh, your home heating bills and your electricity bills are up by 30, 40 percent. And people say my inflation is up. You know, I have one percent of my inflation is up 30 percent. So right. people when you look at the essentials that people have to buy, yeah, computer costs are down. But I don't think that's what people are buying right now. I think they need to fill up their tank. And incidentally, did you see the story? that there's a, a couple of service stations on the West Coast that are adding adding another digital digit to their uh, prices on the pump uh, so they can get ready for $10 a gallon gasoline. Oh, Jiminy, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> but but he, I mean, that, that's why I don't buy it when he says that inflation is his top economic priority because 
his plan, this three-tier plan, it, it makes no sense. I mean, the second part of his plan is to call for lower commodity prices. I, Steve, what, what can the government really do to lower commodity prices? It's not like the government could just all of a sudden, unless he wants to try and institute mandatory price reductions. I mean, what can he really no, do? In fact, look, here's the thing. I mean, I want to be crystal clear about this. When Joe Biden says, I'm doing everything I can to lower gas prices, no, he's not. No, he's not. In fact, almost everything that this administration has done from their first act was to make gasoline more expensive by not building pipelines and the infrastructure that we need for this country to to have cheap gas. So this was orchestrated. They probably want $10 a gallon gas because then people can't afford to buy it and we can save the planet. Right. Right. Yes. No, exactly. And uh, and you mentioned it earlier. You, you, you mentioned Build Back Better. The third part of his plan is to reduce, quote unquote, reduce the national deficit. But then he wants to continue spending. He wants to pass Build Back Broke. And that's just more spending. So how can you say you want to lower the national deficit, but you want to spend more money? Well, look, first of all, it's it's almost laughable that Joe Biden is talking about how he's some kind of great fiscal conservative. He's <laughs> bringing down the budget deficit. I mean, in his first year in office, he spent three trillion dollars that no president in modern times or ever in history of the United States has spent more money in their first year in office than Joe Biden. And so um, this idea that he's he's doing everything he can to bring down deficit spending is obviously false. Now, it is true that deficit is falling, but guess why that is? Because COVID is over, and all the government programs that we needed to deal with COVID, the trillions of dollars that were spent, were not necessary, but we're still running a trillion-dollar deficit. Does that sound like it's a fiscally conservative agenda? <laughs> no, obviously. <laughs> so do you believe him when he says that, you know, inflation is his, quote, top economic priority that. Well, I don't. Well, he, he also says that bringing down gas prices is. <laughs> you think he believes that? So uh, listen, I mean, here's the point. When they say bring down the deficit, what they mean is raise taxes. What I'm talking about, and I think what most Americans like to see is, is why don't you cut some government spending? We saw that just a couple weeks ago, the New York Times, which is hardly a conservative newspaper, maybe the most liberal newspaper in the country, found $146 billion, not $146 million, $146 billion of fraud in the unemployment benefit program. $146 billion. So, And nobody does a dang thing about it. Nobody does. That's like the cost of doing business in Washington. They had a fraud rate of almost 20 percent. By the way, a lot of the fraudsters live in Africa. They don't even live in the United States. So my point is, why don't we start cutting some of the government spending and why don't we audit how this spending where is going? We're uh, we're talking with former Trump economic advisor and Fox News contributor Stephen Moore. Uh, Steve, you know, Biden has has blamed inflation. Well, I mean, it. It's actually easier to say who he hasn't blamed the inflation on than it is to say who he has blamed it on. But most recently, <laughs> he's blaming it on you know, and spiking gas prices, for that matter, on Russia and and Putin. Um, is there any validity to that? And do you think anybody's buying that this is all Putin's fault? Well, let me first address the first part of that point, that question about, you know, uh, is it all Biden's fault that we have this runaway spending? No, the Republicans are bad on spending, too. I mean, we had a bill last week where my good friend Rand Paul of, of uh, Kentucky, the senator, um, had a had a, an amendment to that $40 billion Ukraine bill because everybody wants to help the freedom fighters in Ukraine saying, hey, I got an idea. 
why don't we cut other government spending rather than raise the debt to pay for the $40 billion? And even the Republicans voted against it. So I'm not here to tell you Republicans are some kind of fiscal saints either. The politicians love to play Santa Claus and spend and spend and spend. And so what was the second part of your question? Well, uh, whether or not people are going to buy that this is truly, you know, Putin's gas hike. Is the, the oh, Putin, the Putin thing, right. Yeah. So, right. Like, is Putin partly responsible for high gas prices? Certainly. Yes, absolutely. But 70 percent of the increase in gas prices happened before he went into. And, and incidentally, I mean, look, again, I'm biased. I work for Trump. But do you really think that Putin would have invaded Ukraine if Donald Trump were still president? I don't. No, no, you're absolutely right. Now, that clearly, I think there's a lot of this that that was going on well before he invaded Ukraine, and I think this is just the scapegoat that they're looking to, as if well, to, the reason. Order. I want to explain what I mean. We are paying a high price for the catastrophe of Afghanistan. I mean, basically, Biden made America look weak and feckless through the uh, through our evacuation of Afghanistan. And look, Putin, everybody saw. Including Putin, that America looked weak and 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 not uh, a strong country, as Ronald Reagan used to say, weakness is provocative. And I think that's what sparked the Putin. Do you think it's only coincidence? Just a few months after that happened, he marched into the Ukraine. I don't. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, the last thing I wanted to ask you about, Stephen, I saw, and I think again, this was one of your tweets that I, I got this from, but. Uh, Biden wants more spending, uh, big surprise, on green energy, infrastructure spending. I mean, we just passed the $1.1 trillion you know, public works bill. And on, I saw one million new housing units. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, now the government wants to be the nation's largest landlord? Yeah. What, what is this? Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's a good question. What is this? I mean, are we a socialist country now where the government owns the housing and they own it? Oh, and the infrastructure of the country? I mean, that's a really bad idea. And so, uh, and by the way, housing is going to be more of a problem now because if you look to what's happened to mortgage rates, they're going up again because of the high inflation. And and that means it's going to be harder for young people to buy homes and the rental prices are going to go up too. It's just, it, it, you know, he talks, it, it's like he's not listening to himself because at the beginning right. of this whole thing and in his own op-ed, he talks about focusing on inflation as his number one and the deficit, number mm-hmm. one priority, and yet I want to spend more money, which is so counterintuitive to lowering the deficit. Yeah, and you know what's really, I think, disturbing to me, because I've been in this game a long time, and I've been in Washington in the swamp for 35 years. So I've seen, you know, from everybody from Ronald Reagan to Barack Obama to Jimmy Carter to, you know, to uh, now uh, the Bushes and, and Trump. And, and what's really interesting is that, you know, when you've had presidents like Bill Clinton's first two years in office were very bad, very much like Biden's first two years in office. But Ben Clinton you know, very strategically and shrewdly, remember, he triangulated and he moved to the middle and started negotiating with Republicans. And, and by the way, we actually had balanced budgets. Right. We had a, a very prosperous time. My problem right now is that Joe Biden's left wing progressive ideas, he's not moving away from them with this. What he did in this Wall Street Journal article was he doubled down. He said, we're going to do more of it full speed ahead. Yeah, and, and it, the train is headed to going over the cliff faster, <laughs> faster. Yeah, put, put, he he decided to put just throw more coal. 
It's just great. Exactly. I mean. <laughs> no, they don't use coal. They don't use coal. That's right. That's right. There, it's a solar. It's a solar train. More more green energy in that trade, uh, Stephen. If if folks want to follow you, I follow you on Twitter. It's a great Twitter feed. It's at Stephen Moore, and they can find you online at freedomworks.org, Correct. Yeah, and if people, most importantly, if they'd like to get our what we call our very popular, uh, what we call our prosperity hotline, which comes out five mornings a week. I hope you're getting it. If I do not. Yeah, give me your email. But it's free. Unlike the Build Back Better Bill, it really costs nothing. <laughs> Committee to Unleash Prosperity is the website. Committee to Unleash Prosperity, and just click the button, say I want the hotline. And uh, give us your email, and you'll get it five mornings a week. That's great, Stephen. Thank you again for joining us this evening. It's always a pleasure having you on the show, brother. Carry on the fight, my friend. Right back to you, my friend. Take care. We'll be taking your calls at 745, but coming up after the break, we'll continue our candidate conversations with Webster Roth, who is running for the District 79 House seat, currently held by Representative Cheryl Helmer. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. We all make choices. When it comes to alcohol, kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Bye-bye. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Hey, Em, have a seat for a second. Remind me about that party again. And adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. They want guidance and honest answers to their questions. And it makes a difference when the message is consistent and part of everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Weather brought to you by Rustyak Ford. Another round of showers and storms set to roll in from the northwest. Large hail, high winds, and heavy rainfall. All concerns with this activity, 66 overnight. A southeast wind outside of the storms, mostly sunny skies coming our way for Monday, up to 84 in the afternoon. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of car. They are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Kathleen Maloney. Bullets fly in several cities. Philadelphia Police Commissioner Daniel Outlaw says five guns were recovered after a mass shooting there. This harrowing incident claimed the lives of three individuals. In Chicago, a third police officer is shot in recent days, this time critically wounded during a traffic stop. Offenders are brazen in harming officers. Police Superintendent David Brown. Ten states are nearly out of baby formula as the Biden administration tries to ease the crisis. The Abbott formula factory that closed leading to the shortage nationwide has resumed production with initial product hitting stores in the coming weeks. And another flight of humanitarian aid delivered by a U.S. military cargo plane flying in from Australia expected to land soon. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson. America is listening to Fox News. This is the Sean Hannity Show. We have a baby formula shortage. And Joe Biden and his administration's answer is, go to your OBGYN doctor and see if they have any samples in their office. This is not something that you can fix quickly unless you build up something equivalent to Operation Warp Speed for baby formula. Uh, Some kids, by the way, reports are that they've been taken to the hospital because they don't have the baby formula. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman. And the Hartman Group of Companies want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. You'll find podcast links of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and Truth Social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show As you know, every election cycle, we try and bring you as many candidates running for local, state, and federal offices as we can, so you have the opportunity from here to hear from them firsthand. We endeavor to invite every candidate who's registered on the ballot to appear on the show. The filing deadline is next Friday, so we'll we'll keep up. We'll try and get as many invited as we can. Sometimes they say yes. Sometimes, you know, like Brandon Whipple, they're afraid to come on the show, but we invite them nonetheless. So each week between now and Election Day, we'll try and bring you a candidate or two. If there's someone in particular you'd like to hear from, please let me know, and we'll invite them on. 
All that being said, joining us now is Webster Roth, who is running for the District 79 House seat, currently held by Representative Cheryl Helmer, based in Winfield. Roth is an auctioneer and a real estate agent. Webster, uh, thank you for joining us this evening. It's a pleasure to have you on the show, my friend. Nice to be here. Thank you. So, you know, I generally ask this question of, of all, it's like, like nice, easy, underhanded intro question. Um, and, and I know you've got at least two businesses that I'm aware of. You've got a lot on your plate. Why run for the house? It, it, it's not for the pay. Trust me. I, I know it's like nine bucks an hour, so it can't be for the pay. Uh, why, why are you running? Well, it's one thing that I've always wanted to do. It's kind of like a bucket list item. Um, I wanted to know if I could make a difference. A part of my my psyche is, you know, I'm a, I'm a fun human being uh, wanting to make a difference in this world. And we do that with our businesses and, and everything we've done, but I want to do it at a different level. I've always wanted to do this every year when it comes around, the election comes around. I'm thinking, you know, I'd like to file to run, and this is the year. Was this just the timing is right, or was there something in particular? I mean, are you dissatisfied with your current representation with Cheryl, or are you just, it, ah, time's right, it's good timing for us? No, it's a, the time's right. Uh, there's nothing with Cheryl. Uh, I just uh, wanted to do this, and uh, I've been retired for nine years now. I retired as superintendent of the Kansas Soldiers Home. I was kind of at the top of my game in 32 years of public service. And I realized it was the time to get out and to get out on top, and I, I did it. And so I've been doing these businesses now for a while, and I'm ready to step up to one of my dreams. Well, I can relate, trust me, because I know what it's like. It, it can be very rewarding, and I'm glad I warned you about the pay. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, let me ask you, I, I saw, I read the article, the Cowley Courier Traveler recently did a nice little piece on you, kind of introduction piece, and um, a little bit about your platform. You told them your platform will focus on the economy, taxes, affordable housing, and education, among other issues. Can you expand a little bit on that? I mean, tell me, like, for example, for me, the economy and taxes, I think that's probably high importance issue right now. It's certainly the number one and two issues facing the nation uh, I, I assume that's areas that you really focused on. Absolutely. I would be focused, you know, on taxation and the cost of living. Um, a lot of people are hurting now just because of the gas prices. And, and we've watched as prices continually rise. And I guess you could say that's another reason why I wanted to run, too, because we've got things that are affecting everyone in District 79 as well as in the state of Kansas. So um, I'm going to really you know, put some effort in to what I can do to make a difference in taxation, cost of living, and um, lowering the cost of living in Kansas. Oh, that's uh, that's what I wanted to hear, was the lowering part. Which I, and I'm assuming, just based on the conversations I've had with folks who think, you know, who are supporting you, that, that lowering taxes would be a key issue. When you, when you talk about affordable housing, uh, that is something that I haven't seen on a platform before. What what can what can someone in the state legislature do to affect affordable housing? What what were you meaning by that? Well, we have to look at the the well. The Kansas Real Estate Commission is is a state agency uh, regulating um, real estate agents in Kansas and brokerages. Uh, there's just a number of things that I believe that that we could look at to uh, bringing more businesses into Kansas so that, because we say affordable now, 
because the cost of renting a place has gone up. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's going higher. And so I, I believe we should be able to do something, you know, at the state level to help with that. To make it a little easier for folks or lower lower restrictions, lower regulations, make it easier for yeah. rent for homeowners, maybe, something like that. Yep. Oh, interesting. Okay. Now I understand. Um you mentioned education as part of your platform, having served in the legislature and seen the pattern both in the legislature and out. Uh, I, I think it's only a matter of time before districts sue again, sue the taxpayers again for more money. Um, let me ask it to you this way. Do you think the schools are currently, do you think they're adequately funded? Do you think they need more money? What, what, what's your thought on school funding? Well, I... Like I mentioned, I've been with the, I was with the state of Kansas for 32 years, the Winfield State Hospital, and then with the Kansas Commission on Veterans Affairs. So I've seen state budgets. I've watched other state agencies and, and their budgets. But with education funding, I, I don't think just throwing more money at it is going to help. We need to get back to teaching, you know, reading, writing, and arithmetic. Uh, basic budgeting skills, when they, when they get out of high school, they need to know how to how to write a budget so they know how to spend what money that they've got and how to save for the future. Yeah, and I think you're right. As we've seen over these last few years, even especially with COVID, you had districts that because of the the lawsuits received more money, even though many of them have fewer students. Um, we certainly haven't seen any marked improvement in student test scores, and yet there's still more money going to these schools. And I think at some point we have to, as as dutiful stewards of the taxpayer money we have to start looking at it and saying look if you're at what point do student metrics start having to factor in here or or or, you know performance doesn't matter if they're if they're just going to keep getting more money well adding that to the workforce i'll just say you know the test scores need to come up yeah yes and and that's and that's where we you know I, i think getting back to the basics of education and uh really focusing on that I think that that would bring the test scores up. I just don't think at this time more money is going to help. We're talking with Webster Roth, who's running for Kansas House District 79. Webster, in that same interview from last week, you told them uh, you'd like to have a, a closer look at Medicaid expansion before taking a stance on the issue. Uh, I was a little, I, I had to, that was a bit of a head scratcher. Are you little, are you undecided? On Medicaid expansion, or, I mean, what are your thoughts on Medicaid expansion? Well, you'd have to know quite a bit about Medicaid, and, and honestly, I don't know a whole lot about Medicaid right now. I um, I just think it's a really complex issue. I don't think, as it stands right now, it would be good for Kansas, and uh, and that's where I'm at on it. Yeah, I mean, it's $1.2 billion is yep. the price tag alone, and I think if there's questions about whether or not Rural hospitals would benefit to the extent, you know, a lot of that money is just going to go to the major metro, the four major metro hospitals. And the, the trickle down that would get to these rural hospitals is nowhere near what I think the, the proponents are pitching. And it's not quite the, 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 the savior that I think Governor Kelly would like everybody to think it is. It's like a lot of things that, that it seems good yeah. on, on the surface on yeah. or on paper. And, uh, but when you get down to the nuts and bolts of it, and you mentioned rural hospitals, you know, in my district, uh, you know, it, it's it's been expanded, and uh, it's, it's a large district now. And uh, the rural hospitals, the rural health care really needs to be addressed. That's, that's yeah. an important issue 
that, that I think needs to be addressed because uh, people, people need health care. And getting it affordably and getting it locally is, I, I think, something we should look at. I think you're right. I, whether that solution is telehealth or things like that are maybe better solutions. Um, also, in that uh, Cowley Courier Traveler article, you said you would need more information about the value of them both statewide amendment before making a decision on that issue. Got to tell you, brother, that one was a head scratcher. I, I, can you clarify that for me? Well, um, my answer on value them both is I'm voting yes. Okay, so, so at some point between when you talked with them, they must have got that wrong then. They, they clearly got that cattywampus. Well, no, I, I, I really said uh, um, I haven't read the amendment. Well, I don't think a lot of people have actually read the amendment. I have. And, but... and, and you know, and I expect that, that if I've got folks vote, voting for me, they're going to expect that I know something about what I'm voting on. I, I am 100% pro-life, pro-Constitution, and I'm not – but they don't want me to do just off-the-cuff votes. Yep. Or, or I'm not going to tell you I'm going to vote for something I don't know anything about. That's a good answer. I, I like that answer. We'll take a quick break. We'll follow up to ask you a few more, maybe expand a little bit on life and guns and some of the platform issues. Sound good? Yes. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show. We'll be back right after this. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around 200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code HOT for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code HOT for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code HOT. The following is a commercial announcement. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Glenn Beck. And the Supreme Court is made entirely for one reason. What is that reason? Why do we have a Supreme Court? It's not to make laws. In fact, its number one job, its main purpose, is to make sure that any laws that are enacted by the majority do not inflict damage on the minority. The Glenn Beck Program, mornings from 9 until 11 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter and True Social at, at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. With us still is Webster Roth, who is running for House District 79. Webster, when we uh, well, you know we went to the break, we were talking a little bit about value them both. Um, I know life. I know your district. I've I've door knocked down there, Cali County. I've been to that Cali County Republican event a couple times. Had the pleasure a couple years ago actually to speak to the county Cali County Republican Party. Great folks, but there are certain areas in this area, this region. You know, a couple of issues like in my in my can my house district, for example, they were pro life, pro gun, get off my porch, folks. And Cali County seems to me like it's also pretty much a pro life district. Um, and I know that that's you and I talked before the show. Life's a bit a major issue for you. Well, one of my core values is human worth, and in human worth is life. And if you don't have life, you can't do anything else. Even in the Bill of Rights where it talks about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. If you don't have life, you can't pursue happiness. You'd have no liberty. And this value them both is one of the most important issues that we have before us as voters in all of Kansas. Yeah, it is. I know your Senator Larry Alley has been uh, instrumental in leading the efforts to help get that passed through the Senate. Um, it, it's just it, it's so important. And, I, and I, I think folks, I mean, I know you've probably already been out. I'm sure you were probably at the picnic. Just wasn't it this weekend? Thursday. Th- yes, I knew. I, I figured it was about that time. Uh, but I, I mean, it's just I know that this uh, it's an important issue. And, and I was talking with Tim Hand the other day from KFL. People are still they're already out there stealing value them both yard signs. They're taking value them both four by eights from churchyards. So the the opposition is going to be there. The opposition is going to come after, um, and they're going to come after it with money and with you know tactics like stealing yard signs. So it's important that all the candidates up and down the ballot are also pulling in the same direction. And I'm I'm glad to hear that it's a it's a core issue for you. It it definitely is a core issue. Uh, I have played with uh, a group called Jazz for Jesus out of Oxford, and we've played in Bell Plain. I've played piano in many of the churches in the district as well. But it's just, I want to jump right back to value them both. The bottom line is we can't have the courts deciding no, life yeah. issues. No, you're absolutely right. And and so I would encourage every person listening to vote yes. Um, another key platform issue, obviously it's under attack right now at the national level. I've heard Kansas Democrats are already planning on introducing Red flag laws again next year. They're they're going to do an attempt to repeal campus carry, which I was in the legislature when we passed campus carry. Um, you know they're they're going to come after gun control again in the Kansas House. Where you stand on Second Amendment rights? No compromise on the Second Amendment. I'm 100 percent for the Second Amendment. Well, the Constitution. I'm 100 percent for, and in that is the Second Amendment that guarantees us the right to keep and bear arms. And uh, so I'm a 100% supporter of keeping and bearing arms. Well, and I think that's really what it has to come down to is, you know, we're not we're not trying to restrict their rights. Why should they be trying to restrict ours? And that's really what, it, for me, that's what it comes down to is, 
you know, you, it, it's just a fundamental principle. And uh, whether or not you own guns or not, why are we trying to take people's rights away from them? Especially because all the gun control efforts that you want to try and pass aren't going to affect the criminals. We're just targeting lawful gun owners. It seems criminals don't abide by the laws. <laughs> Amazing how that works, isn't I, it? I, I've, I, I'm not, <laughs> I've been trying to figure that out. They pass all these laws that affect citizens. Right. But the criminals, they, it doesn't affect them at all. Amazing. Amazing. Last time I checked, the, uh, the, the gangbangers out there aren't really too concerned about whether or not they're carrying, you know, they're, they're, they're having an up-to-date concealed carry permit. It just, yeah, it doesn't work that way. Um, let me ask you this. One of the issues, again, we're talking with Webster Roth, who's, running for Kansas House District 79, um, you know, looking at what they passed this year, what they failed to pass, for example, and what may come back and is likely to come back up, uh, what do you think of medical marijuana, for example, and, and recreational marijuana? I, I, I know the Dems are really pushing for the whole thing, uh, but medical marijuana may come back. Well, that's a, that's a toughie because, uh, you know, there are some medical studies where medical marijuana is helpful. Uh but then you got to think of the human cost of addiction and, and everything that goes along with it. Um, on that issue, you know, it would have to be really tightly framed for me to remotely support it. But I would be leaning towards medical use and against recreational use. Well, and, you know, what's interesting is the bill that the House passed, I doubt whatever the Senate passes, if they pass anything next year or in the following year, will even be the same bill. So even if somebody asks you about the bill that the House just passed, I doubt you're going to see the same thing. So it's hard for you to even comment beyond saying, overall, here's my general thought on it, because the specific bill may or may not come back. Yeah, well, I think I've heard that bills are real dynamic <laughs> yeah. and, and can change. You think? <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I've got a little knowledge of that. But like I say, uh, I would lean for medical use, you know, but it would have to be really tightly framed and controlled. And um, But for recreational use, I, I, I don't really see that. Two other things that are likely to come up next year, uh, school choice, allowing, you know, the, the money to follow the student, Parents' Bill of Rights, I think that's likely to come back. And protection for uh, women and girls' sports. You know, allowing, look, boys should be playing in boys' sports, sports and vice versa. What are your thoughts on those two issues? Well, parental choice is, is another big issue. Parents should be able to choose. And they should have a choice of where they can send their children to be educated and what they're getting educated with. So that's really big deal. Um, I, I, I see two, two groups of people, you know, one's, one's a male gender and one's a female gender. And, but, but this goes back to my core value, human worth. Right. Okay, so, so in sports, you know, I, I don't think it's right that a male competes against females. Yeah. They're just they're genetically different. And, I mean, that's science. If we want to follow the science. Speaking of science, you know, that we had that crammed down our throats for the last two years. Uh, you know, the governor did all her mask mandates, all the other stuff. We've only got about another minute here. Thoughts on I mean, do you think she went too far or do you, on the with the lockdowns and whatnot? Well, that's uh, there's a lot of opinions on that. Uh, I don't know what's different right now than when they required the mask mandates. Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, and I see very very few people with a mask on. So uh, I'm sure the governor did the best she's capable of.
<laughs> and, and that decision. That's a very political answer. Very, very diplomatic answer, Webster. If uh, if folks are interested, I, let me ask you real quick. Will you be supportive? Assuming you're not the nominee, obviously you want to be, but assuming you're not, will you support the Republican nominee in November? Well, I'll res- I'll support any nominee that supports the Constitution of the United States as it's written, the Bill of Rights, uh, that values human life, even the most innocent human life that is now um, taken away at a whim. And so I'll support anyone that supports those. So if it's Cheryl, you'll vote for Cheryl over the Democrat, for example. Sure. Yeah. See, and that's, I always, just so you know, that's not a question just for you. I ask everybody that. If folks are interested, they can find more information about you on your Facebook page, Roth for Kansas on Facebook, correct? Yes, sir. It's Roth for Kansas. Brett Webster, I appreciate you. I wish you the best of luck. Uh, You know, get out there and start knocking on doors, brother. You're going to need it. Yep. That's what it takes. We'll be back in a few minutes. We'll be joined by Matt Schlapp from CPAC. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on KNSS. We'll be back right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 